Welcome to Community of Strangers. My name is Luis. Last week, I told you about uh, my first few days in the States and how I chose to uh, go to high school and and do two years there, you know, my junior and senior year. Um, like I said before, I graduated from uh, high school in Peru. And when I came here at 16 years old, I um, found out that uh, kids graduate usually at, at 18 years of age uh, from high school. So when I went and talked to the counselor, um, they gave me the option to uh, go into 11 year. And I, and I chose that. And, and this uh, week for this episode, I'd like to tell you a little bit more about uh, the process that I went through to learn the language. You know, how hard or how easy it was. It actually wasn't really easy. But I was one motivated kid. I really wanted to learn the language. Um, it took me about, I, I may say, about six months for me to be able to um, feel more confident, to start saying you know, phrases and, and participate in conversations. Now, there were days when I felt like I was really proficient, that I was really making progress. And there were days, sometimes it felt like, it felt like weeks, that I that I felt that I hadn't learned a thing. Like there were days where um, you know when I went to class and I was lost. It was either I don't know. It was either that the teachers were speaking too fast, or maybe the subject was just completely foreign to me. So um, you know I I was lost. Um, but I never gave up. Uh, uh, you know one of the things that I did I remember is um, I. I went to a thrift store and I bought a cassette player. And they were really cheap. Maybe they, they were probably like a dollar or 50 cents. They were really cheap. And, and then I also bought some cassettes and, uh, with music that I really didn't know. Um, but what I looked for is that the cassettes had the lyrics for the songs. Now, why was that important? Because I wanted to listen to the songs and follow along with the lyrics. You know, I uh, at first I would just listen to the song and try to uh, follow along in my mind. And at first it was it wasn't that easy. You know, I'd, it, I I got lost. Like I heard the singer sing, but then I didn't know where they were at in the lyrics. I, that's how it, it started. Then as I became familiar with the song uh, or with the songs. Uh, I started to to recognize some of the words. Now, keep in mind that when you uh, when you listen to words in English, uh, and you know, in a song, it's not exactly the same as when you're hearing those words in a conversation. But it was helpful nonetheless. I think that was one of the best tools that I had to learn the language. Um, music was it 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 was a great. Uh, uh, tool for me. Uh, that's I would say that's one of the biggest things that helped me um, learn this this new language. 
Uh, looking back, I, I must have sounded really bad when I um, dared to say a few things in English. But I, you know, as the months went by, um, I, f I started to, to have more confidence in me. You know, I, I started to feel like, yes, I, I can say things. I can understand more. Therefore, I can participate in a conversation. And again, it wasn't like I was... Uh, the one talking um, the most, you know, it was just phrases that I would say, but uh, my ears were, oh, I was always, um, you know, ready to listen and pay attention, uh, always try to catch words, catch phrases that would help me understand more of what was being said. And, um, you know, some, like I said, sometimes it was, it was good, sometimes I felt uh, terrible, but I didn't give up, I didn't give up. And um, another thing that I did is that um, I would go to, back in the day, the, we had the, you know, the Blockbuster stores. So I um, had a membership with them and I um, would rent movies and would put on the subtitles and just watch them. Now, at first, that was, uh, it, you know, I didn't do that to learn uh, how to say how to pronounce words in English, it was mainly to train my ear because in the movies, you know, it's they're just long conversations going on and on and on and on. And you, I mean, you wouldn't keep up unless unless you would just pause the uh, the movie and would just try to, try to read the subtitles and then play it again to make sure that you're hearing what you're reading. But, you know, it wasn't... Uh, um, I, I, it, it didn't help me the same way that that a song would help me, for example, because once I learned a song, I would sing along, you know, and try to follow along, and it singing would just help me, you know, pronounce pronounce the words. But when I was watching a movie, it, it was mainly to train my ear. Now, when it came to talking, and you know, applying what you're learning, you gotta have people to talk to, uh, and I think in at school, the place that I would have my chance to talk was at my ESL class. You know, I had uh, not only the chance, I had the freedom to speak there. And, you know, it was part of our class to, to actually have a conversation with the classmates. And I felt, um, you know, more at home there, speaking, making mistakes. Outside of that class, I wouldn't dare much at first. Uh, you know, at my other classes like biology, you know, health, math, I would say very few things. You know, and, you know, it was mainly because somebody was asking me something. I wasn't really, really trying to um, start a conversation. I, I wouldn't dare to do that unless I had to, I don't know, go and talk to the teacher um, after class. I would usually wait after class when, if I had a question. That's how it was for me. And, and you know, I didn't really have... Uh, many uh, friends at school except for my ESL friends and then I got to meet other you know Latino kids uh, through these ESL friends so most of my friends in school were um, Spanish-speaking people um, and uh, you know they and with them I uh, you know I would only talk in English in the ESL class outside of class it was all Spanish so I didn't have much opportunity to practice my English there. Um, so where did I practice? Um, it was at work. 
you know, I one of the things that I I knew I had to do here, I, I learned actually that that I had to do here is work. Um, you know, we things were expensive, so my dad had to work, my mom had to work, I had to work, and uh, at 16 years old, I went to work at a fast food restaurant. And there, there were other kids my age. Um, and, you know, most of them were native speakers. And with them, I had no choice but, but uh, a practice. But they were really nice. Um, they were taking these Spanish classes at school. So they would also come and approach me and try to practice their Spanish with me. And I also had the chance to practice my English with them. Plus, because we were at work and we had to communicate, you know, that was my opportunity to to practice what I knew. Um, so that was a place, I guess, where I spoke the most um, at, at work. Um, I never um, really f uh, felt like I had a group of friends at school where I could speak English unless it was really necessary. So work was a place for me for me to practice. So if you teach kids that um, are learning English as a second language, um, you gotta help them identify a place where they can practice, you know, or or provide the environment outside of class. Class is great, but they need other places because because in class it's just a rehearsal, you know. It's it's not natural, so they gotta find a place where they can really talk. And if it's work, fine. Or maybe they can join. I don't know a a club or a team where they're forced to to have real life conversations even if they're short uh you know but that's what helps you need they need to find a group of people where they can feel uh comfortable to speak and make mistakes and not and not a planned out conversation you know not like a rehearsal um it but it has to be a real real conversation Another place where I was able to practice was a church. You know, um, when I, uh, you know, I would go to church every Sunday and at Sunday school, um, it didn't feel foreign to me. Um, you know, I had been going to church all my life. So being in Sunday school, it, you know, it gave me the, the confidence to say, you know, a few things. Again, I'm a shy person, so it's not like I all of a sudden was talking a lot. Um, but I would every now and then raise my hand, ask a question or say something brief. Um, but that was another place where I felt like I could say something. And, you know, everybody spoke English there. Um, you know, I had no no other choice but to say things in English if I wanted to say something. Uh, another thing I did is I tried out for the soccer team. As, as soon as I found out that the school had a soccer team, I wanted to be part of it. And, um, you know, the tryouts were, I think, were like in March uh, or maybe February. I, I, I remember it was cold. It was really cold and it, it was actually snowy um, and I went there, you know, and I, I love the game. So I tried out. I made the JV team, the junior varsity team. Uh, and most of the players were, um, you know, English speakers. And there were, you know, a, 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 a maybe like three, four players that I remember that, that spoke Spanish. Um, but most of the players were only, uh, you know, would only speak English and the coach. So that was another place. And there I also felt at home. I think that was one of the things that helped me actually uh, feel something for the school because 
other than my ESL class, I felt completely um, out of place at school, you know, at first. It didn't feel like it was my school, like, you know, like other high school kids would feel. It just felt like that's the place that I needed to be. I took it as a place where I could learn English, um, but there wasn't any real connection with the school until I um, joined a soccer team. That gave me a sense of pride, a sense of belonging. Like it, it helped me feel that this was really the place that I had to be. And, um, you know, playing for the team, representing the school, even when we weren't the best uh, team, um, you know, but, but being part of a team that represented the school gave me this feeling that I was doing, I was contributing to, to the school and in a way and at the end of the day you know the team the game was helping me feel more like at home um, and you know that's when I uh, started to learn a few um, words about the game um, you know I had to figure it out nobody was teaching me and um, you know you have to say this or that I had to listen here be in a situation where I had to ask for the ball and you know had to learn how to say hey, pass me the ball or or you know I had to learn how to say hey men on men on or drop or you know or handball or offside or it's out of bounds or you know shoot um, you know some of the things I obviously would hear the other uh, player say and I would just repeat it like a like a parrot um, but that's how I learned you know it, I was in a position where I had to speak the language where if I wanted to say something I had to say it in English um, so little by little as I started to hear um, other people say a few phrases I started to learn and then I started to just say it myself um, so you know again uh, things that uh, you need to do um that worked for me. I listened to music. I, I sang along. Um, you know, I followed along with the lyrics. I watched uh, movies, put on the subtitles. That was mainly to train my ear. That was the main reason for the movies. Um, I, uh, I needed to have people to talk to. That's another thing. You need to have people to talk to, not to do a fake conversation. That's That's helpful. You do need to have, you know, one of these uh, uh, class environments where you can make these mistakes. But that's, at the end of the day, it's a fake conversation. Um, whereas when you're in real life, you, you're forced to actually say what you want to say uh, with, without reading something. So, so the kids need to find a place where they can practice their uh, newly learned skills. So that could be by joining a team, by being part of a club, uh, at church... Uh, at work but they gotta have these real life conversations and again they're gonna be at first just simple conversation just phrases just words but as the student as a kid uh, starts to participate saying even if it's just a couple of words even if it's just a, a couple of phrases this builds confidence in the student you know it, it helps you uh, as a kid it just lets you know that you can do this then you come across another kid that may look like you that you you may like identify it uh with them and and, and you know you, once you hear them talk in english you feel oh my goodness i can be like them i can speak like them um you know but at first it feels like it's almost impossible at first it feels like this is not something that i can do um, but if you keep trying, you keep going, if you don't give up, you will eventually get there. I promise you that. Uh, you don't know how many times I saw people, um, you know, that 
that were immigrants and and I would hear him speak English and I felt like that was so far away and I would always think would I ever get there maybe not this is so complicated you just had to keep going you just got to keep trying um and eventually you get there I promise you you do get there but you have to put in the work nothing comes easy you got to you got to be hungry for it you got to be willing to put in the work and don't be afraid to make mistakes it's part of the learning process some of the things that i've learned uh, that i've remembered and you know that are in my mind it's when i've made those mistakes sometimes they were embarrassing but that embarrassment helped me remember you know that i was saying something wrong and i, I needed to fix that anyway that's all i have for for this week uh, once again it's been a been a pleasure telling you about the process that i went through to learn english and i hope it's helpful for anyone Till next time.